Zoo Weekly. News, sport, gags and girls. Out now. Census 1234 invites you to get this with Tony Martin and someone else. There is no need to be alarmed. It's just a new radio show with a slightly rowdy theme song. It's get this. Here it comes. Swedish. That's what it is. (laughs) Swedish theme music. There you go. I always say you've got to start a new show with a bit of Swedish music. Thank you very much, The Hives. Uh, Welcome aboard Australia, the very first edition. And uh, who am I? Tony Martin, you might remember, uh, years ago. Um, The voice of Barjas, I think that's really what people (laughs) remember me for the most. And who's in here with me? Uh, A young bloke I literally found living out of the back of one of the Black Thunders (laughs) here at Triple M. Uh, Give him a round. It's Ed Cavalier. Ah, there he is. There you go again. Yeah, Thank you. We're actually on air. I know. <laughs> Were you aware of that? <laughs> I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, look, uh, I'm not joking, am I? You really are a thunder bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like a year and a half, right. I was uh, doing the Black Thunders for Triple M. Now, I've, I've got to explain that uh, we actually met on, uh, well, thanks to Mick Malloy. Yeah, yeah. On his... Um, his film Boy Town. Uh, yeah. We had a couple. Of, we had tiny part. I think we've both been cut out of the film, oh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we had a few scenes together. That was a bit of fun. And then I met you again at the the rap party. And I said, yeah. "What do you do?" And you said, uh, "I do the life crosses. Uh, right. I live off prize packs and Shannon Knoll <laughs> CDs." You can live really well off Shannon Knoll CDs alone. Can you? Oh, yeah. But just so that people know that we're not joking, can you just give us an example of what it is you do? Just sure. Just off the top of your head, right now. Yeah. Uh, Triple M Street Team out and about at Heffron Park this afternoon. And we've got the free stuff. Coca-Cola Zero. Uh, there you go. <laughs> we'll just try it up halfway going. through. No, I could keep going. You could keep going. Oh, I just didn't know if I should keep crediting stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the trouble with the sales department in the yeah. first break for yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Now, look, uh, I didn't realise how, uh, you know, well-regarded you are in the, in the radio industry for your live crosses. Really? And we'll actually be playing uh, quite an interesting documentary later in the show. Um, I've been canvassing people around the network and I think you'll be quite surprised what they've been saying about you. Thank you. But uh, look, at the beginning of the show, I think the announcement promised someone else. (laughs) (laughs) People are going, is that Ed? Is he the someone else? No, we're going to have, uh, every day on this program, we're going to have mystery co-hosts popping in. A different co-host every day. But we just figured for the first one... You can't really get people in the first one, can you? No. We don't know what we're doing. No, it hasn't been established. So, you know, we'll just get it right today. We'll just uh, ready the pitch. Great. We'll lay down some asphalt so that when the guests come in, they don't (laughs) slip over and hurt themselves. I hate that. And and we'll have proper actual co-hosts from tomorrow. Excellent. But people are probably wondering, um, you know, what is it uh, that we're going to be doing on this show? And I should point out, by the way, that we're, we're broadcasting from uh, the most technically unreliable studio <laughs> in the network. And you're meant to be panelling this thing, aren't I, you? Look, I still maintain I did a great job in the test show. <laughs> the test show was a nightmare. Yeah. But what? Look, the bear pan, who's panelling for us is laughing. Yeah, give me. yourself a round of applause, bear. Yeah, well done, bear. It was debacular, the entire thing the other day. You know why they call him bear? It, why is that? Because he isn't big isn't fat and isn't hairy and doesn't look like a bear. Is that, give that a round, please. That's clearly deserving of applause. Right. And, yes, we, we are broadcasting from... Uh, Mick Malloy will not step into this studio. It's so unreliable. In fact, we've decided to declare it the haunted studio. There you go. That's a bit of fun right there. Yeah, I'm just playing the theremin. What's that? Do you want to have... Just try it yourself. The haunted studio. 
There you go. No other show on the network has a theremin <laughs> in the Standing studio. By. The only thing that works. But uh, look, what a shambles. What are we doing on this program? That's what people are saying. They're saying, what is Get This? Well, we decided to throw it out to the punters. What do they want to hear? <laughs> so what I did is I went down to the uh, car park of my local Coles <laughs> and just lurked suspiciously for about half an hour, yeah, good. pestering people. Here's what happened. Oh, excuse me, sir. I'm from Triple M. What would you like to hear on a new radio program? More about travel. It's on radio and live sex. Uh, I want to hear about... Uh Community, unity of community here in Australia. Right, you're not interested in Nickelback tickets? No. <laughs> Lots to do with transport. This is because you're a truck driver? That's it. So you just want to hear segments about transport? Yeah, why not? What's in the trucking industry and what's going on? Right, so where to buy the best amphetamines? Would that be? I don't know anything about that. What would you like to hear more of on the radio? A more sensible talk. More sensible talk? More decent words, not foul words, or... Uh, Double-crossing words, you know. And what sort of music would you like to hear more of? Oh, well, I'm 91. So, a bit of Iron Maiden? A little bit of mass music. So you're 91. Who was on the radio when you were younger? Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin. What was his show like? There's just hours and hours of silence. No, silent ones. People would phone in and he'd say nothing. <laughs> what kind of subjects would you like to hear debated on the radio? Oh, that's interesting. I'd like some international issues. Yep. A little more domestic issues, too. What about where's the weirdest place you've had sex? You, you want to hear that sort of thing? Doesn't turn me on. But now and then, I don't mind hearing it. <laughs> I'd like to see what Aussies, what they think are weird places. The bedroom, apparently. Yeah. I'd like to hear all the nice music. Barbara Streisand. What about Nickelback? Do you like them? Nickelback? I don't know. I'm from Radio Triple M. Where's your sign? They haven't given me a sign. I've been there long enough to get a sign. What about this young bloke here? What would he like to hear on the radio? Oh, probably High Five and the Wiggles. Hey, buddy. High Five. Who's your favourite? Madonna. Favourite's Madonna. You'd like to hear Madonna, young sir? No comment? Yeah. Are you exclusively licensed to another station? Yeah. There you go. They're signing them younger and younger. He's very good, though. <laughs> now, did you, did you... I got you to write all that yeah, down. What do people want to hear on this new program? Right. Uh, more about travel. Tits more. on radio and live sex. Tits on radio and live sex. Get together at last. Barbara <laughs> Streisand. Barbara Streisand, yeah. Sensible talk, decent words. <laughs> That's right. Not double-crossing words. <laughs> double-crossing words. <laughs> There's too much of that on the radio. So much. Uh, and information for truckies. Right. Live sex, Barbara Streisand, decent words. Information for truck drivers. What would that sound like? Have a listen. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, this is delightfully enchanting. Oh, oh, splendidly captivating interlude. Oh, and I hear the new multifunction disc brake system. Oh, it's a recommended upgrade for all 18 wheelers. Oh, oh, uh, oh. That'd be the police with Don't Stand So Close to Me. And I haven't heard that for seven years when I did my last radio program. You don't play it at home? I'd, well, occasionally I'll throw on a bit of Super Tramp mm. just to remind myself yeah. what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Keep self current. It's Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier uh, coming in from the side. No special guest host today because we figured this would be a disaster and why, you know, <laughs> let other people get splattered. <laughs> Um, and, and that uh, segment we did earlier where we uh, had people having sex to Barbara yeah. Streisand music, uh, I hope people enjoyed that. Yeah, I uh, played that to my wife the other day <laughs> and she goes, well, who's that? Who are you having sex with? <laughs> the, who did you get at the station to do that? <laughs> and I'm, I said, it's off a sound effects record. 
And it is. Just play a bit of it. There you go. <laughs> there's... There's an album. That's right. In the sound effects. You probably lose that now, beer. In fact, make yourself a copy. <laughs> Take it home. Enjoy yourself. But there's obviously some woman somewhere in the world whose job is to just go in and uh, lay down a bit of that. She'll be driving along hearing herself under ads. She's a pro. <laughs> she probably is. Uh, now, uh, have you been following... I'm just looking for big stories in the paper. Oh, yes. The, uh, the cartoons, the war of oh, the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you see this? Yeah, Firstly, there was the one in the, the Indonesian newspaper yeah, I saw that. of uh, John Howard uh, taking um, Alexander Downer roughly from behind. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? And, uh, did you, do you get the joke, though? Yeah, oh, well, like, no offence intended underneath. Oh, no, that's the sequel. Oh, See, is it? I'm talking oh. about the original one. No, I didn't get what Tell me. So the original one was uh, Prime Minister John Howard and uh, Downer as copulating dingoes. <laughs> oh, I didn't know they were dingoes. Yeah, yeah, that's part of the gag. Oh, good. And the Prime Minister's telling Alexander Downer, I want Papua, Alex. That's disturbing. That's the most <laughs> disturbing part of all that people might call him Alex. Yeah. Close friends. Try to make it happen. Now, why is he having sex with him? I mean, I don't understand what the link is between the two things. Okay, he wants Papua. Badly. Got to get him on side. <laughs> so to get Downer on side. Yeah. And sometimes the only way. Round the back. Dingo costume. Okay. There you go. All right. So, okay, I get that. That's <laughs> that's much clearer now. And then Bill Leake in the oh, Australian yes. has, right. has caused a diplomatic drama by... <laughs> <laughs> that's the response. Have you seen that? It's the uh, Indonesian uh, Prime Minister, whose name I'm not confident enough to attempt without offence at this point. Oh, really? There's a Bam Bang in there somewhere. Bam Bam, I thought it was. No, it's Bam Bang, I think. Is that right, Nikki? No. You wouldn't want to offend anybody. No. It's, and the cartoon is very bam, bam. Right. Thank you, ma'am, if you have a look. <laughs> and it's, yeah, he's, he's going a papuan in response. <laughs> and they both, oh, I see. Yeah, right. But the dingo motif's like, it's gone. Yeah, yeah they're, they're just, um, just dogs now, apparently. <laughs> and it, it says here that uh, Bill Leake ha- has denied that the character in his cartoon was uh, President Bam Bang saying it was meant to be a generic Indonesian. That just makes it worse, doesn't it? Well, how come it's a generic Indonesian who happens to look exactly like the president? Well, you know. What do you make of that? Well, I, th- I you know, I like it to mm. start with. I think it's, uh, um, I like the fact that they're like, they've got human faces mm. and dogs' bodies, yeah. but only one of them's got a tail. I think that's great. Isn't that just, isn't it great that diplomacy <laughs> has been reduced to this level? Well, this is the only way to settle international kind of disputes these days. When will the cartoon rooting end? <laughs> Look at that. We'll be interested to see if it escalates. If the cartoon wars escalate. Where do escalate. we go from here, though? Where do we go from here? How can you top that? I don't think That's you a can. challenge. There's a challenge to all the cartoonists. What I love is, now that cartoon of Bill Leakes, yeah. that appeared in the Weekend Australian, yeah. which is a Rupert Murdoch newspaper. Now, we sent out some ads for this program. Uh, to appear in the, the oh, over the weekend in the Murdoch newspapers. Get this, Tony Martin's back. There's a picture of me with a bloke with a bag over his head. That's actually Maddie from production <laughs> with a bag over his head with a question mark on it representing the mystery guest. Do you remember when we were taking the shots every now and again the photographer would say to Maddie, now you can breathe whenever you want. <laughs> He's still holding his breath out the corridor. But it says here, uh, what I wrote was, uh, the show will take gratuitous pot shots at prominent public figures and generally piss fart around. Yeah. People at the Murdoch papers are going, we can't have the word piss fart. 
No. In the papers, they've changed it to fool around. I wouldn't say that. Generally, no, you'd fool ne- around. You've never fooled around in your life. Where did that come? So it's fine to have the Indonesian <laughs> president copulating with a dog. That's a generic. That's a, sorry, the generic, generic. Indonesian. Well, okay, that's, that's not as offensive. <laughs> but the phrase piss fart around. With suggestive piss fart. Okay. See, that's. Subtle. All right. Look, I was <laughs> going to talk about Deer and Hinch having sex, but as I understand, have I gone way over? I'm still trying to remember how you do a radio program. We'll be back with more. Get this in just a moment. <laughs> yes, that's uh, in excess with uh, the new bloke out front <laughs> with uh, Pretty Vegas. How do you think he's performing yet? Brilliantly. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing a new series of Rockstar. Does that mean they're going to find a new singer for NXS again? No, Does someone else get to be the lead singer of NXS? No, they slowly replace all of the band members. <laughs> <laughs> right. When do they get to Gary Gary Beers? <laughs> Who's that? There's a, I'm not wrong, am I? There's a guy in their band called Gary Gary Beers. Yeah, there is. Beers. So that. That's what a real radio <laughs> announcer sounds like. That is who's chaperoning us through this first show. Welcome aboard, Bear. Wait, two first names? Gary, oh, Gary, and then middle name, also Gary. Is, it, is that two true? Gary's the first name? Gary, it's just Gary. Right. But it's <laughs> Gary, Gary Beers, isn't it? No, he just was a play with when he was younger. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, someone with a stutter. This segment's going very well. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's the first show. Um, we're not drunk, although people have sent in enormous amounts of alcohol. I should yeah. point that out. <laughs> They're trying to get us <laughs> off our nuts for the first episode. It's me, Tony Martin, in case you've just joined us. Ed Cavalier is sitting in. He's uh, Certain um, listeners may be familiar with his work um, doing live crosses. We've got one of his live crosses from the Thunder here. Oh, Can we hear good. a bit of that? Good morning, uh, Triple M Street Team. Out and about on the street. Hepburn Park is where you're buying us this morning to come wow. and grab the free stuff. Coca-Cola Zero Zero. That's Sugar fantastic work. Okay, the Who magazine, that, the first the celebrity gossip. That's enough of that. Thanks, Beer. But uh, you've been doing... How long have you been doing them? But over a year. Year and a bit. Over a year. And I had no idea the high regard that you're held in the industry. People have been have been calling and going, you know, great crosses. Yeah. But what's he doing on, how did he get to get this? Well, That's we right. can explain everything with, um, it's a documentary about your work. Oh. And it's quite amazing, some of the testimonials we've received. Have a listen to this. Thanks. It's amazing. You go to any radio station in this country and the talk around the water cooler is cavalry. What's he got for his next? And you have to wonder. I mean, what's he working on? He's an amazing performer, great energy, um, and just works the crowd. I don't know where um, where he gets it from, the patter, the gab, but he has got it. I mean, he's the man. Look, if I had to use one word, it'd be um, tour de force. I don't know, every time I go, you know, into an in-store or into just walking past a radio station, people are always just like, come on, you know, do a cross, and always coming up to me, asking me for, you know, drinks and CDs and stuff. Just do a cross, Ed, do a cross. I've had announcers say to me that they're not going to go on after him, they can't follow it. I was at a function once and Lawsy took me aside and he just said, mate, I'm going to retire because if you're going to put that kind of thing to ear, crosses from the Black Thunder with Ed Cavalier giving away CDs, giving away prize packs, um... You know, nanopods, I mean... Street team out and about at Marine Parade, and we've got the free stuff, Heritage Shopping... Alan Jones said to me that he feels personally inadequate. Um, I don't think that's anything to do with Ed Cavalier, but it might be. It's embarrassing, apart from anything else. I mean, it's my work. It's not who I am. It's all seat-of-the-pants stuff. I mean, he hasn't got a script. <laughs> you know, it's just all coming out of his mouth. I mean, I don't know where he comes up with it. I'm amazed I haven't done a bloody... Uh, a record, an album of it, because it's 
bit ache to think it's all just going out the bloody ether and never going to be heard again. I see all the, the new guys, I hear the tapes, they come in. None of them, in my opinion, have matched Cavalier. You go to one of his crosses, it's like, you know, bloody honey. I love his energy for it as well, because a lot of people can be dismissive in that area, but he commits to it. Catch yesterday, 12 to 1, 15 minutes time. Look, I used to work with Brian Beery in Brisbane, and he retired because of uh, one of Ed's crosses. I mean, I remember he just, he just had it on. It was 25 seconds in, and he just said, that's it. And I had his resignation on my desk before Ed had even given away the the Alien Ant Farm album. It was tragic. A career in tatters. You know, if he's doing a cross, you know, they just come out of the woodwork from everywhere, you know, swarming. I mean, they know they're going to hear something concise, you know, and a bit of poetry in there as well. I mean, I once, uh, I was moved to tears once during one of his crosses from, it was an in-store by Wickfield, and I, I had to go and lie down in the back of the thunder. Uh, well, that's really flattering, but you, you know, the sad fact is it's, it's just not enough. I, I feel like I've got so much more to offer. There's a voice inside me saying, You don't blow like the breeze you were born to be. I mean, it's great being the best at this. You die down in the trees and try and hide. Time to trickle street team. How's about a Marine Parade? Will you witness the dark? Live cross of the year. Oh, you need. And the winner is the Cathedral of Torches Light the Night. Edward Cavalier. That's all well and good. Here I am. But there must be more. I'm your so here I am, Tone. Uh, Ed, can I just say, this is all sounding very gay. What are you talking about? Well, that, for example. And it runs to you like a shallow, noisy stream. Shallow, noisy stream. Right, that's enough. Turn that music off, Matty. Hey, nothing gay about a shallow, noisy stream, Tony. Sorry, Ed. Go to the ID, please. Somebody. Get this. More sensible talk. The census, one, two, three, four on Triple M. That's the Stranglers skin deep here, Triple M. This is Get This with uh, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalier. Hello. Uh, you might have heard his little documentary earlier. And I noticed during the song you're already trying to get yourself some free stuff. You've worked <laughs> out how... Not even through the first show and you've already worked out how radio works. Look, I may or may not have been trying to get tickets to the Socceroos. So. <laughs> what does that mean? What? Is that sports? Yeah, okay. This Soc- is the Achilles uh, heel yeah, of Get This. I know nothing about sports and you're going to have to help me out as the weeks go by. Happy because the, What was that big games thing in Melbourne? What was that all about? Uh, Commonwealth. Is that finished? There was, there's a car race now. People just, yeah. it was just all explosions from what I saw. Is that normal? <laughs> Pretty much. And Socceroos. That's, I'm gonna, so- soccer. Soccer, of course. Yeah, Australian soccer team. We're Football. playing Greece in May and, and, you know. It's gobbledygook. No yeah. idea what you're talking about. I've been going through the papers. We were talking about the cartoon wars earlier. Uh, It's the battle of the rooting politicians um, that's going on. And listen, I've gone to the 50-50 column in the uh, Melbourne Herald Sun and listened to what Observer of Upper Burnie... Oh, must be from Tasmania, possibly. What, their name's Observer? Well, they credit themselves as Observer. He's just Observer, (laughs) unless it's the Observer newspaper uh, calling in. So, major daily newspapers in Indonesia are running disgusting cartoons of our PM and Foreign Affairs Minister. Is this an incitement to hatred? What next? A retaliatory strike against Darwin? 
<laughs> it's escalating already. It's already gone from a cartoon to strikes on Darwin being a... Maybe that's what Observer wants. Maybe he's trying to like. Maybe they've got a plan for a strike on Darwin. They're trying to rally some support. Well, we'll keep you posted <laughs> here on Triple M. Uh, and what now, Yana Pittman? Explain that to me. Everyone oh, yeah. seems to hate her. Yeah, she. Well, she won. You know the the four hundred hurdles, mm. four hundred meters hurdles. That's running. That's running. You mm. run and then you jump over like a like a, essentially like a, an office chair. No, but it's like, right. and then you keep going. There's a series of them. Okay. She won. She beat like everyone from the Commonwealth. Yeah. One hundred seventy something nations. She beat them all. Right. And then at the uh, reception, mm. or, you know, in, the, in uh, it was in Melbourne. That she got booed by the crowd. She got booed. And, and why do people seem to hate her? Is it just because uh, she wears braces? Is that why? Why is that? I think that's it. <laughs> that's the key to it. I over it. She's uh, a drama queen. This yeah, is what I I'm think hearing. She's got, she has a feud with a, a Tamsin Lewis, who's another runner. Right. See, uh, I was giving blood last week, and <laughs> and the, the woman who was taking blood out of my arm was going, um, she was f- uh, furious because Yana Pittman had really? won something, and she was keen to hate her. <laughs> People just, and listen to this, this is a letter to, this is uh, another letter to a Melbourne newspaper over the weekend, William Moore of Dandenong North writes, all of my friends and acquaintances were embarrassed during the games. The sudden adoration of Yana Pittman because she won gold was sickening. If yeah. Chopper Reed had won a gold medal, he too would be a national hero. It's true. <laughs> so now Yana Pittman is equivalent to Chopper Reed. Yeah. So is she really One just step. awful, or is this just something the papers well, have? Uh, she can run. Like she won. Right. Like what's the big deal? Right. You know. I mean, I like the fact that is it William. He, he, he did yeah. a poll of his friends and then widened it to his acquaintances as well, <laughs> just in case someone in his wider circle he still, still liked Yana. He, was, he wasn't going to write that letter until he had a, no. like a consensus. Until you know? he'd done his homework. <laughs> no, I just think, I don't know why people don't. I think she's fine. You know, she uh, wins races. What's the big deal? But uh, I think she wants to give her gold medal to England and people don't like that. Uh, okay, she why would she do that? Well, she won a relay gold medal, but there was something technically like a bat and change problem. Right. And so she might give her gold medal to England. People don't like that. I'm looking for what's happening. See, I've just lost interest in sports as you were no, talking. I saw that. Um, as I was saying, you were saying <laughs> right, and you were sort of flicking through other things. I'm like, keen to get to Darren Hinch's sex life no, because no, he claims he's being blackmailed. Oh. Um, and, you know, I, I hate Darren Hinch. <laughs> like I think uh, most right-thinking people certainly would <laughs> yeah, since the enough. Graham Kennedy yeah, that was, business. Yeah. But it does. it is an odd thing that you would get a letter saying uh, sexual assault, serious business, should go to the cops, but hey... 50 grand and it can all go away. <laughs> you know, you've sort of... G- well, how serious was the sexual assault? Uh, well, 50 grand's worth. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Wow. But we're not going to go into that because that's a legal matter. Yeah. But what I liked was, um, in a, this is in the papers over the weekend, in a leaked email sent by the woman in question email. to Hinch, she explicitly outlines, quote, what my claim against you will become. Oh. In the email, the woman in question tells Hinch that while he assaulted her, he asked, and these are quotes apparently, oh, according no. to her, alleged quotes from Darren Hinch, Darling, is that nice? And I can get another female and watch her with you. Another female? Is that, would you put it that way? Ed, you've probably uh, been down this track, I'm assuming. You're what? a young man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Would you say that? Let's Which get another track female. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Look, I've heard about that. your antics on the weekend. We'll get to that in a later yeah, segment. Yeah, well, I think there's nothing sexier than, than the word f- just saying female. <laughs> yeah. Not another woman, <laughs> another girl, another yeah. person. I'll get another female <laughs> and we'll see what develops. But then this is the part that really disturbs me. Hinch has dismissed the email as fantasy land. <laughs> 
and, and said that we had a few drinks, but we were not drunk. Then, as consenting adults, this is a quote, we went to the bedroom, heavy petting went on, oh, yeah. and that was that. Now, that is the most disturbing <laughs> phrase of all. Heavy petting. Darren Hinch involved in heavy petting. Excuse me. Oh, Tony, come on. Use the bucket. Did you notice how I vomited twice? Yeah. <laughs> There's a classic first show mistake. I appeared to actually have two mouths. And by the time... <laughs> I think it was because you actually did the mime of vomiting, so you were quite a way off mic. Uh, and you've been denied her, haven't you? Was uh-huh. that no? Uh-huh. See, so you, you've completely lied about all of your qualifications. Uh, anyway, heavy. Do people use the phrase heavy? The only petting? other time I've heard heavy petting is in mm. that song in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, where Susan right. Sarandon says, "I was always didn't want to get into heavy petting." Right. Blah 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 blah. blah. Right. Hinch, listen to this, because yeah, oh, I should point out that mm. Hinch is extremely unwell. Uh, but nowhere as unwell as anyone who has been forced to deal with the concept of him heavy petting. Let's <laughs> uh, get this. It's a new program, and it's time to, uh, well, we want to involve you, the listener. Yes. So it's time yes. to climb Talkback Mountain. <laughs> that's what Maddie's come up <laughs> with. We didn't, that's the first time we've heard that. <laughs> was yodeling, the yodeling in there? It was. It was. Okay. We want to hear from you. But because it's the first show, I just yeah. couldn't think of a, a topic that would be momentous enough for a first show. Absolutely. So let's just open up the lines and people can call in and talk about anything. Just what you think you want to hear on this show, what you think we should be talking about. Has this segment gone on too long, for example? Call us up. Say anything you want. Uh, The number to call here at Triple M, get this, is 13353. That's uh, Gwen Stefani. (laughs) What you're waiting for. Here. And yes. get this. And part of the fun of a first show is uh-huh. waiting for me to say the wrong name of the program. <laughs> I've been I've nearly said Martin Malloy twice. I've nearly said Tough Love twice. Really? I've okay. nearly said the John Laws program for no reason. Ed Cavalier is <laughs> assisting with this program. And from tomorrow we will have a guest host. We'll yeah. be shifting up a bit on the couch. And it's uh, right now on the show, it's it's time to climb. Talk, talk back mountains. I don't understand that at all, but back Alps. And uh, we're just opening up the phones and letting people talk about whatever they want because it is the first program. I think Brad's on the line. Brad, are you there? I certainly am, Tony. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, you're the first caller we've ever had on the show. (laughs) It's fantastic. No, look, I'm outraged that Australians and Indonesians are uh, over the top and going crazy about rutting dogs. Yes. And yet we've got that... I I, I can't get a Fred Bassett in the paper every day. Oh, now that is offensive. What, uh, is, what is Fred doing today? Is he rutting I, with a politician, perhaps? Uh, not yet. With Darren Hinch, I believe. Oh, okay. Explains the illness. But I just can't get over Australia. Wake up to yourself. Don't worry about what's happening over there. Worry about what's happening here. That's <laughs> it. Have you seen the offensive cartoons in question? Yeah, I have, and they don't offend me any more than Fred Bassett looking wistfully at the door and wishing someone to take him for a damn walk. Oh, look, that's been going on for about seven months, that one. <laughs> they just run the same Fred Bassett every day. Nobody notices. No. No, in fact, Fred Bassett's creator died and his son took over and it's just as bad. <laughs> well, I'm sure his creator didn't die laughing. No, well, there's no, yeah, there's no, no way that was going to happen. It's just, oh, look, I, well, sorry, I'm just outraged. Oh, I've spoiled your, your first show and I'm... No, that's, that's our job and we've already spoiled it three times prior to this call. Thank you, Brad. I think Daryl is next on the line. Are you there, Daryl? Yes, yes, I'm here. How are you doing? Good. What have you got to say? Well, Ed, I'm 
just um, wondering how Ed's acting career is going, actually. I'm, um, do you know Ed? I do. I, I have had the oh, pleasure of uh, spending a bit of time with Ed, which is... I yes. thought I could ring up and say hi, mate. How are you doing? For people who have just joined us, Ed uh, does do a bit of work uh, in the Black Thunders, but he's also a professional actor with proper training. No, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, Daryl, I'm going to throw it back on you a little bit. Yes, if mate. anyone saw those Rex owner, uh, those Rex owner billboards where people were sniffing each other's armpits, it was Daryl's armpit that was getting sniffed. Really? <laughs> so, how's your acting career going, Daryl? Yeah, very slowly, actually. That's why I'm ringing up. But um... can I tell them about your scam, Daryl? Your your used car scam? <laughs> yeah, go for it, mate. Daryl does this thing where he uh, he buys cars off like somewhat desperate backpackers, right? yeah, very yeah. very cheaply, and right. then mocks up like handwritten. I'm going. I'm going around Australia in my van. Need to sell quickly, and jacks up the price and makes oh. a healthy living out of it. Is that right? Is this true, Daryl? Yeah, you can uh, probably average about a thousand dollars a car. <laughs> <laughs> so this is something anyone can do. Yeah, well, I mean, it's time, isn't it? These guys have got to leave in about three days. So you buy a car from for about three hundred dollars, right. and then just put it up next week for thirteen hundred dollars. From another backpacker just rolled up three days before, so... And you, and you give them nicknames, don't you? Like, you had the Beast, the beast. for a while? Yeah. I'm on, I'm on to the Beast. I need to sell the Beast Mark too at the moment. But. <laughs> maybe you could do a billboard for that service. And maybe you could get John Jarrett on the billboard. <laughs> <laughs> Doing his character. Uh, okay. Nice to talk to you, Darren. Buy yeah, this thanks, car man. or I'll ruin your spine. <laughs> Uh, who have we got next? I'm not sure that... Uh, I meant yeah. to look at this computer. See, we didn't have computers. No, and, right. uh, someone would bring in an etching and you would have to decipher who the next Who's caller this? was. Who we got? Who have we got there? Who's on the line? What's your... Oh. Lee! Hi. Yeah. Hey, Hello, Lee. Lee. How, you going? How you going? What part of the country are you calling from? Uh, Brisbane. Oh, what's oh. happening? And you know, oh, I'm from Brisbane. Ed's from Brisbane right there. Both. Oh, cool. And <laughs> are you glad that uh, the rest of the country has come into line with uh, real time? Oh, it's about time. Yes. <laughs> Get it? It's about time. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> we'll bag that up. It'll be in the promo. <laughs> hey, listen, I just want to say, oh, look, I, I love the show. I think it's fantastic. Already? And, uh, and, I, and I hope that you keep Ed on because he's got, he reminds me of Robin Butler. He's got, a, he's got a very infectious laugh. <laughs> a spitting image of Robin, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so how does, um, you know, what does Brisbane want to hear in a radio yeah. program, Lee? Ed's laugh. Just, just Ed's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, no, no. No, um, what do we want to hear? We just want to laugh. Right. I used to work on, on Brisbane Radio years and years ago um, in the days, I think, when Triple M was called FM 104. Would you remember that far back? Uh, yeah, I do. Yes. That was back yeah. in the uh, Bielke-Peterson era. <laughs> do you remember those years? Uh, yeah, were too you, much. Were you ever just arrested walking up the street? <laughs> I once saw, this is true, in that, what, and pardon me for my ignorance, what is the, 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 the mall there in, in Brisbane? What is the mall? Yeah, what's it called, that mall, the, where the cinemas uh, are? And, the Queen Street Mall, The Queen Street Mall. I was once walking through there, this is back in the mid-80s, and yeah. I saw a bloke arrested by two cops for wearing a Joe Busters T-shirt. <laughs> He had, like, the Ghostbusters logo <laughs> with Bielke Peterson, and he was just hauled into a van and dragged away. Fair I think enough. you can still get arrested for that. Right. Is Peter Beatty bringing back that style? <laughs> <laughs> like I have to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know a segment's gone too long when the person you're talking to has to go. Sorry to keep you up. So. <laughs> i got to work. i got to work. All right, thanks. Sorry to keep me, Lee. Yeah. Gee, how's that? That was great. How's that? Getting cut off by the listeners. Yeah, okay. Uh, who's next? Uh, I think we've run out of because the only three people that have bothered to oh, call no, we've got us. one more. We've got one more mystery caller. Who, is that you, Darren? 
Michael. Or, or Michael or Sharon. We'll take anybody. Are you there, Michael or Sharon? It's Michael. Hello, Michael. What have you got to talk about? Well, firstly, welcome back to uh, to uh, to Australian Radio. It's great to hear your voice out there again. Thanks. I'm just I'm just getting the hang of it. Um, you know, we'll bag up all the cock-ups. There'll be a best of just my cock-ups on the podcast, hopefully, if that happens. What I want to know mm-hmm. is uh, this wonderful vomit track that you've got running today. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think I, I recognise it, and every time I hear it, mm. it, gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling. To about six years ago, right? Just... Is that the same vomit track that you've been using a few times before? Uh, there it is. There, it's probably one we've used before. Ed, what were you going to say? Well, I was. I wanted to lift the lid on the vomit track and say what it actually was. Okay, you do that. What it's, is it? it? Michael, it's a. Uh, it's a ye olde pump. Water. Yeah. It's an old, ye oldie water pump. And we've yeah. taken out the pumping sound. No, no that's, that's that's just the bear doing his thing. Something uh, else entirely. <laughs> and we've taken out the... Uh, the squeak. The, the squeak yeah. and just left the gush. That's a bit of an old radio trick because when you get a... This is, you know, for sound effects buffs out there, when you get the sound effect <laughs> of vomiting, it's got someone else's voice going... <laughs> I love it. So I what you do is you get the ye oldie Western-style water pump uh-huh. and you just lift the water bit out of it. There you go. There you go. Tips for young players. Thanks. thanks. thanks good luck to it. Good luck to the show, too. Thanks, thanks mate. You. Thanks, Michael. See you, Michael. It's good to someone calling up and complimenting us on our vomiting. <laughs> 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 All right. We'll have uh, more spew coming up uh, soon enough here on Get This. Get This. More decent words, not foul words. Or uh, double-crossing words, you know. For census, one, two, three, four on Triple M. It's get this here at Triple M. Hope everyone's following the program. I hope it's going to air in all states. I hope as well. And it's great when a caller tells you. <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. That's you too. As we wind to a close on the first edition of Get This, is it still going out, Bear? Can you tell me? <laughs> Hang on, put your own microphone <laughs> on. <laughs> pushing the buttons for us. Ed, you're going to be eventually pushing yeah. the buttons. You've got your L plates on. Yeah. I was terrible last week. Yeah. Terrible. We should put that to air just for no. a laugh. <laughs> we probably wouldn't even be able to put that to air. <laughs> now, uh, so many stories, so many things happened over the weekend that we just haven't had time to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, Naomi Campbell piffing uh, phones. Did you read about that? She's uh, allegedly thrown her mobile phone at a housekeeper when she could not find a pair of jeans. Fair enough. Just one pair of jeans, apparently, in her house. (laughs) Um, The housekeeper was taken to hospital with a cut to the back of the head that needed four staples. Short time later, wearing handcuffs, Armani handcuffs, and a white fur poncho, uh, Campbell appeared outside court. Her lawyer claimed that the housekeeper's injuries were not caused by Naomi Campbell, but were self-inflicted. Yep. So a four-stitch wound to the back of the head, yep. self-inflicted. How would you do that exactly? You got It's hard, yeah. but you've really you got to piff a phone to the wall and then quickly turn around <laughs> right. and let it hit it in the back of the head. Get it on the rebound. Yeah. And it's just a coincidence that two other people have been injured by flying phones by Naomi Campbell. Yeah, it's a plot. Right. It's, clearly. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Yeah. People okay. trying to get money out of it. Our Naomi. What about the Logies? There's going to be yeah. five hosts. Five hosts on the Logies this year. All in a row? Like, or they rotate or are they all like on a panel style? It's just a rumour, but it was in the paper yesterday. TV great Bert Newton is expected to spearhead a presenting mm. team of five golden greats at the 2006 Logie Awards. It's going to be Bert, mm. Lisa McCune, Ray Martin, Daryl Summers and Rove all hosting the Logies. So they've just looked at last year's and gone, three hosts, not enough. No. 
need that's, more. That's what the testing found. They, they, they did their research afterwards. Oh, that always works. 100% of people said they could have done with more hosts. Uh, we've got to get to the point where there's more people hosting <laughs> than in the audience. No one left to win one. That's going to be interesting, isn't it? How do you spearhead a team of... Well, if you Bert. <laughs> he's second spear. He's very good at spearheading. I don't know. But uh, other news. Jihad Jack, of oh, course, yeah. has got... Um, Five years mm. and uh, for accepting cash mm. from uh, and an airline ticket mm. from Al Qaeda. How much did he get? Uh, actually, it doesn't say. Five thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> in cold hard cash. <laughs> but it's, I'm trying to work this out because I am a dumb guy. I'm prepared to admit that. So how does it work? So the Australian government has prosecuted him for mm-hmm. accepting money from Al Qaeda. Yep. But at the same time, the same Australian government knew that the wheat board. Mm were giving money to Saddam Hussein, who we were at war at and still are effectively, mm-hmm. because he was in cahoots with Al Qaeda. Yeah, it's different. So the message from the Australian government is it's fine to give money to Al Qaeda. <laughs> it's just you can't re- receive it back, especially if there's an airline ticket on board. Is that what the message is? I, yes. m- I might have this wrong. Yes. It's not a current affairs show. <laughs> you know? It's a show with vomiting and... <laughs> Talk of Darren Hinch's sex life, but I, that, to me, that seems to be a mixed message. Yeah, pretty I much. Pretty much. What else have we, are we? Are we running into the next program? Beer? Is it going too long? No, we're okay. Okay. <laughs> who else have we got? Courtney Love. Courtney oh, yeah. Love has, uh, who, who I think was so um, passionate about protecting the legacy of Kurt Cobain mm. that she wouldn't allow certain tracks to be used on on the best of Nirvana or something a few years ago. Oh, Am right. I getting that right? Is that right? Beer? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And she has now sold 25% of her stake uh, for 50 million bucks. Oh. Um, Who She sold it to former Virgin Records general manager, Larry Mestel, because she found managing the state overwhelming. So what is it? What is it? 25% of what? Is that 25% of the songs? or what of, is the, it? of the publishing, which she owns 98% of. Wow. I think the other two blokes in Nevada got like 1% each. <laughs> she <Novichek>. got it. <laughs> you never hear of any. Chris no. Novacek, the, the bass. Was he the bassist? He must have been the bass player. I think he's doing uh, windscreens at intersections. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure. singer in excess for a few songs. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Why not? <laughs> Let everyone have a turn. She found managing the state over... Walk, walking in a straight line is probably a tad behind <laughs> her, so managing the estate, I can understand that. But listen to this. You, don't you love this sort of talk? She reassured fans that the deal would take Nirvana places it's never been before. Ringtones. The, there you go. <laughs> the way the music will, will be used will remain tasteful. Oh. Um, Mestel said, uh, my goal is to keep the music very true to who the songwriter was and what his passions and tastes would be. Um, heroin, I, <laughs> I think. Is that the cue to wind things up? Here it get this. I'd like to thank everyone who contributed. Yes. Everyone who called in and took part. Uh, everyone who vomited. Anyone who's <laughs> done anything for the program today. And uh, we'll be back. I hope we'll be back tomorrow. And yes. The key, the, yeah, the key phrase. The key phrase of the day was, I have to go. <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow with Fifi Box. And it's all thanks to that brilliant idea, Census 1234. Yeah.